Thriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. Get an exclusive $50 off your device by emailing info at soberlink.com and mentioning Divorce and Beyond. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Who wants to tell me what it is? So I'll start because I like to say that the it is the shit. It's just all of the shit and drama and everything that is surrounding the topic of divorce. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today is a great day, again, because I have two guests for you. I have the ladies of the ex-experts, Jessica Klingbaum and T.H. Irwin. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We're thrilled to be here. Yes. Well, and it worked out perfectly. Um, we we are able to get this episode taped at, right after a hurricane hit your coast. Um, but thankfully, you both have power and able to go uh, forward with the taping. And I, I was just going through, I was on the website and I was looking over things. We've been talking for a little while, but um, one of the things I have to tell you that has always stood out for me about your website is your tagline. I love the tagline. And now that I've read your bios, it makes complete sense how you have a fantastic <laughs> tagline. So let's do the, the little bit of background on your bios first, and then we'll talk about the tagline because that's going to really take us into our topic for the day. Um, so I always make sure that my listeners know that, you know, just as you are the ex-experts, I like people to know that they're hearing from experts or hearing from people who have a background. Now, I mentioned to the two of you, you have a very, both of you have very different backgrounds for what from what my listeners are used to. Um, so, Jessica, I thought it was so cool that you are an Emmy-nominated former TV producer and not for like, you know, little teeny networks you've never heard of. Um, we're talking CBS, Fox, CNBC. So you have a, a long career in, in that field and then transitioned over to where you are today. 
That's right. I mean, I was working in TV for more than 22 years, um, had some amazing highs. And I will say, though, that everyone who says that it's just an honor to be nominated and doesn't really matter if you win is all bullshit. Because if you don't win, you just you're just another nominated loser. Um, but it was a great career and I loved it. My whole life was always dictated by breaking news, though, which is really trying and schedule wise is like not super family friendly. So there just got to a point several years ago where I was kind of like a little bit burned out. And a little bit like my kids are getting a little older and I only have a few years left where they might actually be interested in me taking them to school or volunteering at the book fair. Those are things I never did. They're a whole, you know, until my daughter, I, my older one was probably 11 and my daughter was nine. Like I never took them to school and I never was at family morning and I never was, you know, at their after school activities and I didn't take them to their doctor's appointments. And I was like just home in time for the time that, you know, they, they would go to bed. Um, so TV is an amazing, awesome, exciting career until it's not. Yeah. Well, and lucky for all of my listeners that you've moved on and we'll talk about that in just a minute, but I also want to mention, and this, this maybe leads into why you have this fabulous tagline, THU were in marketing forever. And then, I mean, even more exciting, because I didn't even know this was a job or a career. It's not just a job. You became the director of experiential events for USA Today. I can only imagine what that was. I honestly stepped in shit. <laughs> so I think it came out smelling like roses. She did it in a good way. Every day. But but really, I didn't just step in it. I, I, I definitely searched it out. Um, I had a career and then I was, I had my kids and my daughter was young and the company imploded. So I lost my job. But I've always been a scrappy person. I like to have my own money. And so I started an eBay business in my home. And then actually from Darren, from Darren, Jessica's ex-husband, I started uh, selling the innards of apartments and homes before they were renovated and knocked down. So it became like a whole big thing for me. And it was great because I had my young kids at home and I could still make some money. And then when I got divorced, um, I was you know, searching online. And this woman started a new company called Suburban Mama, like a Groupon for Northern New Jersey. And I just loved the name. So I was all over it. And I got a job. I didn't even care what it was. I hadn't worked in five years in a traditional work environment. And it was a startup. It was cool. Then that started to fade away and she wanted to sell it to one of the media companies here, one of the largest media companies in Northern New Jersey. And as it turns out, the publisher and I went to high school together and it's hard to forget the name TH. There aren't many of us out there. And if they are, they're mostly men. Um, but he and I were actually friends. I just, you know, we just forgot about each other. So I reached out to him and I said, listen, I'm looking for an opportunity and he said, well, if you can come in and pitch how we can start an events division here and diversify our reach to the community beyond magazines and, and traditional newspapers, you got a job. So I did. And I got a job. And I had full creativity. I had awesome resources. But I basically ran a business within this media company. But I had free advertising. And my stuff started to hit. So it was really exciting. Um, and then USA Today, formerly known as Gannett, bought the media company. 
And they were also starting an events division, trying to step away from, not step away from traditional media because they made their money that way, but really try something new. And I had made a lot of money for this company and I was having a lot of fun. So one of my events, which was called the Food Truck Mashup, went national. And by the way, I'm a super healthy eater. I didn't eat from any of the trucks. I love all those guys. But I know how to get food together that people want to eat. And we had 20,000 people and 15,000 people all across the country. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. So it was very fulfilling. I worked from home many years before remote became a thing with COVID. So I was used to it. And then I got to be on the road. So I got to balance a career with my kids. But I always, I kind of always felt like, what have I got to lose? Sure, I'll take the job. What have I got to lose? Cool, I'll travel. I always, I always had that that layer of confidence with whatever I did. Like, why wouldn't they hire me? I could totally do this. I got three kids under five. I can absolutely produce whatever the hell you need. <laughs> I've got nothing but time. I got nothing but time. But it was great for my creative juices. So that went up until Jessica and I started this business. I mean, first off, I, for my listeners who have just heard your career paths. I hope they're hearing the inspiration that they can find in just, you know, your sheer ability to make opportunities. I mean, you both have had varied careers and wait until they hear what you're doing now. Um, You know, this is wonderful because I know, you know, having been a divorce attorney for so long, it's a very scary place for so many people around career. Either they've been out of the workplace or perhaps their job hasn't been able to progress in the same way it might have been. Or, you know, with COVID, people have lost jobs. So I love that. And we're going to talk more about it. But let's dive into the topic because I think this is so fun. So I've referenced several times now your tagline, which is we've lived it. So we get it, which I just love. But what I realized is what the hell is it? What is it that you guys get? So I want to talk about, you know, what that it is and um, why it led to your creating X experts, because I think your journey to build this company and your journeys through your divorces, you both mentioned um, your own you know, history with divorce. I think that's going to be really helpful to my listeners. So let's dive in. And who wants to tell me what it is? So I'll start because I like to say that the it is the shit. It's just all of the shit and drama and everything that is surrounding the topic of divorce. I mean, if you haven't actually been through a divorce yourself, you just don't get it. I come from this TV background where even people who don't work in TV or, or entertainment have always probably heard, right? People will have that it factor. You either get it or you don't. And so when I was running shows and I would be hiring staff to be like my producers and my writers and my bookers, I mean, I would learn pretty well. I would learn in the interview itself, but I mean, you would, you would be working with someone and you would be able to realize pretty fast if they had it. What is it? Who knows? It's whatever it is to like to either to understand kind of what's happening for us. The context of we've lived it. So we get it is we get everything that kind of surrounds divorce, but we also get it that you don't know what you don't know. We get that. You don't know the questions to ask. 
We get that you don't know what order in which you should do things. We get that you don't always know who your support system should be, who you should turn to, where should your resources come from? You know, what are the things that you really need to prepare yourself with for divorce? It can be a dark, lonely, overwhelming process. Our goal is to make it everything other than that. That's so perfect. And I love that you say that you don't know what you don't know because everybody thinks, you know, I was a divorce attorney for about 12 years and then I got divorced. And let me tell you, you may have thought I knew what divorce was like because I'd gone through it with lots of people by that time. I learned so much by going through my own divorce. And I think you're a hundred percent correct until you go through the process you just don't get it, what it is. And so, you know, how did the two of you join together to think that creating a community, I mean, we're going to talk about what the community is, but, you know, you talk about this being a lonely place. That's probably one of the most common things I hear. Everyone is so isolated during this. You know, what brought you two together? Clearly you've known each other for a while. Yeah, so Jessica and I have known each other since she was a junior in college because freshman. But who's counting? And I were best friends from high school. So I went to visit the school. Jessica has a story that makes me sound like a very mean person, (laughs) but she can tell the story. Um, But anyway, so we've known each other, and then we were couples friends. We got engaged a month apart. We got married a month apart. We traveled together all the time. It was always Darren, Jessica, TH, and Kevin. We we just always did stuff together. And we actually led, you know, very parallel lives to the point that we discovered that our husbands were cheating on us with other women, but together. They were on vacations with them. Jessica was home with two babies, and I had three kids under five, and um, it was just, it, it just happened that way. So our lives have been moving along, but we really didn't know as close as we were, we didn't know all the shit that was really going on. And, and so everybody says, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. We were super close. I was fully in denial. I put up a protective shell. Jessica will, you know, tell her own story, but we both got phone calls within a few days of each other confirming, you know, the affairs. And I reached out to her and I'm like, holy shit, I think they were in cahoots. So we were, we were piecing it all together. And Jessica and I had been there for each other in a different way for so long. And then when this happened, we had each other and we were going through it together. And, and when you go through divorce, um, you know, it's hard to figure out who your people will be. Um, you have a lot of people who think they know it all, and I'm sure they're coming from a good place, but some of it could end up being toxic for you, depending on where you are. And I think what works for Jessica and I, even to the point of making a business, is that we respect one another, number one. We trust one another, and we listen to one another. Sometimes I'm not a great listener, so Jessica has to say it a few times, but then I do hear her. Um, so... We've just really been complimenting one another and lifting each other up in a really positive way. We're both very similar in that we're we're confident, independent women. But even with that, I I was stuck in a marriage I couldn't get out of, and then you know freedom you know <laughs> laid there for me and I and I took it. So 
at the time that we separated, we had thought, I had thought of a few different ways that we could help a community um, for divorce because I just went to my lawyer. And at the time, my divorce took four years. It was too all-consuming, even though I was 100% out. So then we revisited it. I came to another point in my career when I wasn't feeling the event so much anymore. And this is even before COVID shut them down. So I'm like, I think we should revisit this. I'm looking online and now there's so much about divorce. How do you even know what to look at? And not for nothing. I mean, you know, Susan, you're an attorney. You know how many attorneys have stuff out there and financial planners. And so we took a step back and said, if we were going through this right now, where are we going for direction and advice? Like, do we do we go here? Do we go there? Do we listen to this one? We listen to that one? It's very, very overwhelming with a process that's overwhelming. So ex-experts came to be. We have lived it, so we get it. We are real-life experts, the three of us, because we've been through it, including almost almost 50% of the population out there of married couples. And we are asking the questions that you would never know to ask. We never knew to ask. And we're learning about so many different opportunities you have to approach a divorce that weren't in existence when we went through it. And so we are putting together all of the information for you so that you can consume it in a way that works for you in one media platform. So podcasts, articles, transcripts, video, however it works for you, we're trying to make divorce a little bit easier than it would be if we weren't here. So that's our purpose. Well, that's, I mean, wow. So I got to go back first because I did not know this part of your story. And I bet this is where you get a lot of people. So your husband's were each other's covers for their... I was going to say wingman. Yes. Yes. Okay. All righty. Yeah. We could be a lifetime series, but we've got kids, so we can't yeah. go on. We both, trust me, you would want to watch it. No, I, I always say to people, like, you literally can't make this shit up. The stuff that we've... The stories that we have that we've gone through. But really, it was just that. It was like two best friends who'd been through all of this stuff together, who then literally found out at the exact same time that our husbands were in cahoots, covering each other for their affairs. And then just sort of, I hate to say it, but getting lucky that we were both going through it at the same time because we were also amongst the first in our groups that were getting divorced at that age. I mean, I was 36, TH was 38. Like we... there are a lot, unfortunately, a lot more people that we know divorce now, but back then, like we really were amongst the beginning. And so no one could have helped us anyway. Nobody really understood what it was we were going through. We were so lucky, you know, we live in different states. So the laws are a little bit different, but I mean, Tate would go to the lawyer and call me and be like, listen, do when you, did you go through, you know, what the, um, you know, your child support agreement is going to be like, did you think about the kids bar and bat mitzvahs? And did you put camp in there? And who's going to pay for their flights home from college if they go someplace that's a plane ride away? Like we were all, I was like, oh my God, no, I totally didn't think about stuff. So we were really there to help each other through every little detail. Um, and that's like said, like that's what we're trying to pay it forward now. I mean, you know, things are state specific when it comes to certain aspects of divorce law, but at the same time, 
we know enough to know that even if your best friend has been divorced, their experience does not represent what your experience is going to be. We had totally different divorces. Mine was fairly quick and very amicable and teachers was not. And so we just want something out there. Someone has one place to go, one stop shopping, so to speak, where they can find out what they need to know and don't have to listen to all the noise around them. It's, it's so fascinating because it almost sounds like in the beginning of the story, you have the same divorce happening and that, right? Because you both found out your husband's cheating. You had young children, um, been married clearly the same amount of time, um, had all known each other and then flip it around. You had two very different divorce experiences, but had each other as support throughout that. And, and you are creating that community online through X experts for people. Um, I encourage people to go look at the website because you've done a beautiful job of breaking it down. Um, and, and I'll say it, but what we really mean is breaking the shit down that you don't know, right? (laughs) You've broken it into different topics and have brought in different experts to talk about things. But let's just talk about, because I, Jess, you just said something or, and we're talking about, you know, this, this one area um, of child support and covering certain expenses of children that might be into the future. I mean, those are things that, you know, your attorney may or may not tell you to think about. Those are things that your best friend may not tell you to think about because they may not ha- be going through a divorce at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, it's, it goes back to that. You don't know what you don't know until you go through. My kids were two and four. So like, no, I wasn't thinking when they go to college, if they happen to go somewhere on the West coast, how many times are they going to fly home from school each school year? And who's going to be responsible for the cost of that trip? Like I never would have thought about that had that not been something that could come out of DHS mouth. but her kids were a little bit older or oldest. Our sons are a week apart, but so, you know, you're just, every, it just goes to show everyone's experiences are different. Everyone's lawyers are different. The things that you're learning through the process are different. We're trying to cull it all together so you get all of that. And, and what's also really important here are the experts. Mm. So Susan Guthrie, of course, is one of our vetted experts. Right. But, but the experts that we bring into our network aren't being paid. They're not paying us. They are people that we, if we were going through divorce, we would feel comfortable engaging if we needed an employability expert, an attorney, a forensic accountant, a dating coach, a psychologist, family, whatever. These are people that Jessica and I feel that we would definitely engage. So that's also a really big piece here when I was talking about there being so much out there and there's hacking and there's identity theft. I'm like, there's so much more shit now. It was then too, but we didn't know about it. Um, so, you know, we've lived it so we get it. We are validating the, the information that we bring to you. We are not divorce coaches. No. Real life experts. We are moms. We are working women. We are, we feel passionate about doing something positive with our experience, which wasn't so great. But um, Susan and I have spoken about, you know, the hashtag divorce sucks all the time. 
But the truth is divorce is one of the few opportunities you have to restart. And these are Susan's words, everybody. So this is why she's a vetted expert. Um, and that I haven't forgotten that. Like I really, this is an opportunity. It sucks. The process sucks. Whether you do like Jessica did in a, in a, you know, office or me going through the court with four judges. And I mean, I knew the police officers when I went in, it was gross, but I got to start again. I have such a great life now. We also want to show people this is 13 years of a lot of work, a lot of self-reflection. How did I allow myself to be in a relationship like that and be treated that way? That was my mistake. So everybody plays a role. And as soon as you start to grow and really see these things, your life can just be as wonderful as you want it to be. I mean, Susan also, I mean, you have a wonderful life now. And this is, there, there's good, good stuff out there for you. So let us help you get through the muck. And then you'll see, you'll see that you can smell the flowers. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guests, the founders of X-Experts, T.H. Irwin and Jessica Klingbaum, who get it because they've lived it. I cannot believe I allowed myself to, like, not live. I put everything into my kids for the last, like, legit four years of my marriage before we separated. And I withdrew from my friends and I just put all my energy into my kids and starting a business. And I just completely retreated from who I am. If you are enjoying this episode, check out Essential Lessons We Can Learn About the Courts and Divorce from the Free Britney Movement with celebrity divorce attorney, Christopher Melcher. The media will often want to get that headline out there very quickly, and there's not a lot of attention to the detail, and which is hard. In this case, it's gone on for 13 years. So as I have learned more about the case, there's really nothing straight about it. There's so many really heartbreaking aspects of how she was treated. And now we return to today's show. good good point and and I love that you're saying this because this is my constant refrain it's why I called the podcast divorce and beyond because yes. I always want people to remember as much as this time is difficult dark hard lonely whatever those things are the sooner you can get through that and get to your beyond is when you can i mean for those listeners who are not looking at the video look at these two ladies go look at the video go look at the you know the the pictures on instagram um you know these are two people who have come out on the other side and as tish just said have wonderful and happy and fulfilling lives i'm in that same place and listeners always are writing to me saying that one of the things that is the most helpful to them is just having role models, just seeing other people that have come out on the other side. And so what you're kind of doing with X experts is 
creating, I, I live in Chicago where traffic sucks, right? If, if divorce may not suck or it may suck, but traffic sucks. Um, and we have these express lanes, right? That can help you get past the big clogs. Yeah. You guys are kind of the express lane. You're the ex experts express lane of divorce because you're doing a lot of the work and, and curating that information. Um, but I want to hone in on what were some of the hardest things about divorce that you weren't expecting or that you you had to go out and and find do edu education on or find out about I, I would say for me I mean I think it's a little bit of a combination of like emotional things uh, and you know sort of the process like I felt like one of the worst things for me was the sheer humiliation of people knowing that I had been cheated on. Some people don't take it as hard as I did. I don't know. It, and it wasn't even, I don't need to like break it all down for you and go down like the psychological rabbit hole, but it literally was more about that other people. It was fairly public amongst some people in our circles. And I didn't know the full extent of everything. And it was really embarrassing as time went on to understand that other people really knew things that had been going on for quite a while that I had not known. So that for me, like, I just wanted to bury my head in the sand. And I wish that I had known that like, it's not a reflection on me or who I am and that I, I didn't have to kind of withdraw as much from people as I felt that I did in the beginning. Um, the process of divorce, I just think is really scary. And I had a really good career. And so in theory, money wasn't, it's always a big concern, but I, I wasn't, someone who had not had a job in, you know, 20 years and now was trying to figure out like, how am I going to pay my bills? But either way, I would say that like one of the scariest things is just financially, how are you going to deal with that? Um, and then the last thing I'll say is Darren and I met when I was a freshman in college, like the first week that I got there, I was 18 years old. I was 36 when we split up. I'd literally been with him half of my life. And for obviously like the major formative years, like I really feel like we grew up together in a, in a, to a large extent. And so the idea that I was all of a sudden no longer part of Jess and Darren was really a tough transition for me. And again, not because it's like, oh my God, Darren, but it was more just like, that's who we were for almost 20 years. And so that was a really difficult part for me. Yeah. I, I mean, so many people say that, that it's not necessarily the relationship itself that they're mourning. It's the perception of the relationship or the perception of, you know, being a part of a couple. And your identity kind of, I mean, in a lot of ways, despite all of the infidelity in a lot of ways, we still had things in our relationship that were working. And I'm sure that that led to why we were able to have such an amicable divorce, despite the circumstances, but the identity of like it being the two of us was definitely like a tough transition. So what do yeah. you think helped with that? That is such a good question. I mean, I think just like, well, for me, honestly, I think my job 
was one was probably the major factor. The week that Darren and I split up, the well, the, about a week later, I was starting a brand new job with like as running the show. It was me the first time I was running my own show, and it was during the Obama, the first Obama campaign, and it was just a very exciting opportunity. It was the highest level job that I had you know, had had in my career at that point. And I just had to be like all in. And so I really feel like the fact that I was up at the crack of dawn and I was in the office and I had the responsibility of running this live news show every single day, even when I would leave the show and come home at night, it was like, what's my show going to be tomorrow? Like now I'm reading up and trying to figure out who do I want to book for the guests and what are the topics going to be that we're going to talk about? I almost did not have time to really focus on a lot of like the, the bad stuff. It was like, I just had to get through things. I had to get shit done. And um, that really like carried me through. My job carried me through. There's actually, that's a, a good point for people. I had the same situation. I had actually left my law firm for a couple of years. And then when I was getting divorced, not quite as quickly, but within a month of separating from my husband, I went back to my law firm. And thank God, because it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole, I think, of, I'm going to use the word wallow. I, it may not yeah. be the right word, but it is easy to get into that place where you almost can become obsessed with what is going on in your divorce and all the emotional content and finding out what happened, uh, you know, outside of your knowledge. So I think that's a, a wonderful point for people. What about you, TH? What did you find to be one of the, you know, surprises or one of the it's of divorce? I cannot believe I allowed myself to like not live. I put everything into my kids for the last like legit four years of my marriage before we separated. And I withdrew from my friends and I just put all my energy into my kids and starting a business. And I just completely retreated from who I am. Like, I don't know who that girl is. I, I can't even identify with her. And it's sad for me because I know that I the, the fear factor is huge when you're deciding whether or not to get a divorce. And I was lucky that I got a phone call. So someone else did the dirty work for me. But I was well ready. But I was so damaged. I, I allowed myself to be so damaged, honestly. And the day I got that call, I told her, you saved my life today. And my mother to this day says I should send her a sympathy card and a congratulations notice <laughs> every year. But I never forget that day. I never forget where I am. I never forget my friends who helped and came and covered and my brother. And fortunately, my parents were in Egypt, so they couldn't have been further away. So I could kind of get my head together. And so I would say that and also just the extent of his behavior. It, I wasn't really embarrassed that he cheated because I was just like, he is who he is. I'm not going to say the word, but he is who he is. And so he has to live with that. I'm, I cream rises to the top is what my friend told me, mm -hmm. but I just can't believe the amount of disrespect he had for me and our children and the family that we had. 
it's it's really gross. And I think I know the big difference between Darren and my ex is that Darren takes responsibility. He feels very remorseful for his actions. Um, and so he's human, you know, but mine has never. And it was always my fault, even still. It's like, it's so mind boggling to me. So long and short is that I, that I allowed myself to be in that position for so long. I allowed someone to cut me down and, and, and take that in as if it was the truth. I mean, it was, it's like gaslighting. I mean, I kind of really did believe the shit that he was selling me and it was just kind of cutting away at me. So I am back to myself literally that minute I got that call, but it's sad that four years I have to go through that to be where I am today. So it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. That's that, I, that resonates with me because I always say that I don't even like the person that I was when I was married to my ex husband, um, I'm a little embarrassed of her. I, she, she just doesn't represent anything about the person that I am today. And my, um, current husband who didn't ever meet her, thankfully, uh, met me after I got out of my, oh, I'll call it wallowing phase where I sat there and blamed the demise of my old marriage, my first marriage on my ex-husband without ever looking at what I had done and who I was and had done that work um, to, to get myself back or be, create my new me. Um, and, you know, that's that's something that I, you know, thankfully I, I did that work before I met him or he probably just would have turned around and walked the other way. If he met her, he would not have liked her. So. I agree. You have to bring your best self. I mean, I haven't lived with someone in 16 years. So that includes the four years that my husband was nowhere to be found, but we were technically married. And I just moved in with someone. And he is like, he's the, he's, he's just you can say the greatest. It. He's just the greatest. <laughs> he's just the greatest. And I would never take this leap. But all I'm saying is I showed up and I was my best self when I met him. And I'm so glad that I was because I would have missed him. I honestly blew him off the first time we were supposed to go out. Um, but he, then he reappeared at the animal hospital with his dog and my dog and the rest is history. And so it, it's a lot of work. It's a humbling experience. And I just do want to say that ex experts, the it is also the shit of, of, you know, going through the business side, but the it is really the emotional side. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be embarrassed. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to fucking yell and curse and smash whatever you want. I boxed for like three years. So all I want to say is it's okay. So we do, we do get that too. And that's what we want to support people with. We are validating your feelings. You are a human being, but you don't have to be paralyzed by it either. So... Yeah, taking the taking the it out of the shit of divorce. That's what you guys are doing here. We're coming. That's what our tagline should have been. Yeah. Taking the it out of the shit. Tomorrow, of that's what it's going to say. <laughs> exactly. No need for any royalties. Right. Right. We'll yeah. give you credit. We'll give you credit. Uh -huh. <laughs> but well, I mean, this is all you know. So perfect for people to hear. And this is why I always ask people to share their stories when they do come on the show. Um, one, I find that most people in the divorce space 
are amongst those who have had the real, uh, had real life experience of it. But also, uh, you know, to a person, I don't know that I've ever interviewed someone for the show who wouldn't say their life is better today. A hundred percent. And that is such a hard thing for people going through the process in the early stages to really understand. And the truth is, it doesn't matter if you initiated or or not, or what the circumstances are of your divorce. Divorce sucks. It's a it's an exhausting, you know, sad process. You loved someone enough at one point to walk down the aisle with them. So regardless of why it ends, it's always sad that it ends. But it's we've spoken to so many people who just they can't understand that it's going to be better. Or we've also spoken to a lot of people who are afraid to get out because they don't understand. They think that where they are is good enough. And like, I just have to say to everybody listening, if you, if you have to go through the process of a divorce, it's like TH said, it's an opportunity to really like live your best self and find what you're really looking for and something that's better for you and that you deserve. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's always going to be better afterwards. It just might take a little while to get there. Yeah. Hopefully not as long as TH had to go through (laughs) her divorce process. But it's been all good. Honestly, it's just, uh, you're worth putting in the work. Yeah. Well, and the work is made easier by what you've done in curating all the resources. So in our last few minutes together, just give give my listeners a, a flavor of what X Experts has in store for them. Okay, so um, just to first reference what you had said earlier in terms of dividing things up, I mean, we basically have five different categories. So it's really broken down and it's really easy to use. What we really want is it to be kind of a a go-to platform, whether someone's just starting to think about whether or not they're going to get divorced, anyone who's going through the process, and even people that have finished and kind of what's next. So we have things divided into my divorce, my wallet, my family, my stuff, and myself. So anything that has anything to do with divorce is going to be in one of those five categories. So you're thinking about getting divorced and you don't know if you want to litigate or mediate or have a collaborative divorce, you're going to find that in this bucket over here. You want, you have questions about custody of your kids or custody of your pet. You're going to find that in the the column over here. You don't know who's going to um, get all your stuff and how you're going to divide up your assets or, you know, what to do with your trust and estates and your wills, whatever. That's going to be in a category over here. Dating rediscovering yourself, figuring out who you are, how you want to dress after divorce. Maybe you've lost part of yourself in that relationship. You're going to find that over here. So we have new content coming out every week. Um, We have a new podcast episode coming out every week. And we've also tried to make that fairly easy too, in terms of color coding it to match the categories. So really what the idea is, is that you're going to find information that's going to help you figure out what the best process is for you in your individual situation for your divorce. We can't overemphasize enough. Doesn't matter who close to you has been through it, your sister, your brother, your parents, your best friend, your experience is different. You don't necessarily want to have the same process as them. Their divorce lawyer may not be the right person for you. There are things about divorce and the laws that change every day. And like 
divorce coaches are something that we never knew about back 13 years ago when we were going through ours. So we just, you know, if you find us on social or on the website or on any podcast platform, our podcast is technically called Divorce Etc., Divorce ETC, but it's by the ex-experts. You can search us either way. And it's conversations just like this, like the real conversations about, you know, what it is going through the process and, and getting you there in the, dare I say, least painful, most uplifting, happiest way possible so that you really will see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And again, like we're, we're not making money off of it at this point. Like nobody's getting paid. It's just objective, you know, vetted information for people out there. You want to reach out to the experts that we have on? Great. Go ahead. Like we, we're not taking a piece of anything. It's really just there to pay it forward. We didn't have it. So we want to offer it because we think it's a needed resource. One other thing I want to say is that Um, In addition to all of that, Jessica and I chime in on our own opinions and what we wish we knew. And um, so, Susan, what would you say you wish you knew? Gosh, I wish I knew just how angry I was. Mm -hmm. I wish, you know, the anger because I'm not an angry person, right? I'm nice. Nice is my superpower. <laughs> and so it, um, and during that time of the divorce, I was as angry as I've ever been in my entire life. And I let it completely run my life. And, and so I wish I'd known, I wish I'd known, you know, I was a litigator as I went into divorce. I understood how to beat somebody up in a courtroom. That's what I did every day. Um, And so when I was angry, guess what the one thing I wanted to do to my now ex-husband, I wanted to beat him Mm -hmm. up, right? So um, I wish I had known about coaches. I wish I had known about emotional control during a divorce and how to get that under. I wish I'd known what I now wish and what we all spend so much time telling people. So don't think that just because your best friend went through a divorce, you know what divorce is like, or your parents went through a divorce, you know what divorce is like, or you're in a divorce attorney and you think you know what divorce is like. Until you go through it, it goes right back to what you both said at the very beginning. You don't know what you don't know, and you don't know until you go through it. Yeah. So... Well, I think this is such a wonderful conversation and so helpful, even just the the topics that we've been able to touch on and the experiences that you have shared. I have to tell everyone there's a great deal more content on the website, in the podcast. I'll be on an episode coming up soon. Um, And there's just, I mean, our friend Kate Anthony is on there. Lisa Ziderman, who was on one of my very first shows, The Good News About Divorce. Um, And, you know, you just have a myriad. Oh, um, Alyssa Deneen, who I absolutely love. She's fantastic. Um, So, and she's got to have a book coming out soon. So definitely go check out the website. I want to thank you both because I will tell you one of the other things that comes through so clearly in your podcast and in the content you're putting out there and and very definitely right here is if people are feeling alone, they won't. 
when they have an opportunity to listen to the two of you, they'll feel like they have two new friends and there's no better time to get some new friends than when you're going through a divorce or a difficult time. So thank you both for coming on the show. I truly appreciate it. Thank Thank you you so so much. much for having us. It's been a pleasure. This has been fun. We'll have to do it again. Love to. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.